Welcome to In The Money, the premier hockey betting podcast. This is JD, and I'm going to run you through our NHL picks for the day. I did, who knew I was kind of the guy to get three on the text if you're trying to get high. Cop chase ain't once, but some on the side. Roll up like one, three blunts for the ride. Never dolo, kid, no stress, always got one. Pre-team married now, I see the shot. Looking for the kid, block out, so I'm not one. Fresh out of class with a dash from the cop. Front with a smile on the lumbar, all achy. Yes, she knew I was a legend in the making. Stuck around cause the boy lit and he cake. Small town, big head, Ricky gon' make it. They say I'm gonna get caught. This podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. The information and opinions are derived from individuals and are not to be taken as a guarantee. We here at In The Money provide you with content, not a guarantee of performance. We are not liable for any bets or action you take as a result of this podcast. All right, we're back after a uh, rough Sunday, to say the least. Uh, We went over, but that's okay. We're going to have nights like that, days like that. Got to come back now and and win some bets today to make up for that tough over. Uh, Let's jump into the games from tonight, which were only two. We saw Ottawa get just trounced by the Hurricanes and one that you had to expect was coming due to the trend of the Hurricanes having lost a few games in a row. And then Washington, who had won a bunch of games in a row, finally lost, but they fought back from down 3-1 in the third period against Arizona and took the game all the way into the shootout. And that's going to be important for later when we take a look at the slate for tomorrow. But, But I want to go ahead and start with some news from around the league. And let's start with uh, some injury news as we learn that Mitch Marner is going to be out following a, a nasty-looking fall against uh, the Flyers. It, you know, it looked like his ankle bent backwards in a way that ankles shouldn't be bending. He's going to be out at least four weeks. It sounds like, according to Bob McKenzie, they're going to move him to LTIR, put Hyman back on the roster. And this is interesting. They The Leafs just waved Hutchison today, so they have a little bit of room right now to go out and get a backup goaltender. But, again, the way that this team is playing, and it's not just about Marner being out. It's not just about getting rid of Hutchison. The, the way this team is playing, they give up a ton of high-danger chances, and they do not play well on back-to-backs. And if you're going to have a goalie, a backup goalie come in at a league minimum level, and all you're going to ask him to do is play back-to-backs when this team's playing like they are in back-to-backs and not be able to catch a rhythm. It's just going to be very tough to find any goalie who's going to be able to be successful in that role. You know, Hutchison didn't play great, but in a lot of those games where he was giving up lots of goals, it wasn't all on him. Guys got to be better on this team, and scapegoating the goalie, it is not going to help. So, you know, you could you could get rid of the goalie. That's fine. But it doesn't fix the underlying problems here. You have $11 million now with Marner out to maybe go find a way to work a creative trade or, or have some kind of creative answer to this because th- there needs to be a bigger picture here. There needs to be something done for this team to reach a, a different level because the way it's going right now, it, you know you're capped out using all you can, and you're not you're not get you're not getting to where you need to be. 
Other guys have to start stepping up. Kapanen is a guy who's got to play better. But he's also a guy that they might be able to move in a deal. You know, Willie Nylander has been so-so to start the season. He played better in, the, in their last game. But Willie Nylander is a guy that he, he, needs, he needs to get better because, for me, he is the trade target right now for me if I'm the Leafs. He is a guy who you could get rid of him and get, you know, three guys for his contract for like $6 million, $8 million, somewhere in that range. You could go get some quality players or at least more quality players to help round out your team. And if he's not performing up to his level, it might be time to make a drastic move for the Maple Leafs. So Marner being out, you know, their top line from last year is now not going to play a game together until probably late December because it's four weeks, but then, you know, even more time probably until he's back. So, it, you know, their their line of Hyman, Tavares, and Marner is not going to have played together at all until probably around Christmas time. And, and we're going to see, you know, maybe in the second half, you can bank on that. And that's my one thing for Leafs fans. If you're looking to bank on something without changing anything, if you're looking to bank on something changing without changing the actual roster, it's that right there and that that line has not yet played together. And if they do, can they recreate the magic? Can they help really drive play? And maybe just you could forget about some of these defensive woes because you'll just be outscoring teams. I, I want to address that a lot of people say, you know, you can't win the cup playing this way. You know, no one's ever won. Well, teams have gone deep playing offensively, and and recently, not a lot of teams have won the cup playing this offensive style. But there's always a first. So right, it's a copycat. It's a copy copycat league. Wow, uh, look at me. Uh, it's a copycat league. But the key is, is that can you as a team? be the first one that people want to copy and nobody's ever won with the amount of players that at such high pay grade as many many forwards at high pay grade as the Leafs have but can you be the first team to do that set the template I like teams trying different things I'm a true believer in that you can't just win one way alright another injury news we've got Tori Krug upper body injury against the Panthers. He's not going to be playing for a little bit. They'll reevaluate him as the week goes on. Uh, right now not a whole lot of not a whole lot of information, but obviously for the Bruins a big loss and we saw this last year, kind of the antithesis of what's happened to the Leafs this year. Uh, the Bruins took injuries and just kept on humming last year, and that's going to be something that, you know, they're going to need to do again this year. Every team faces injuries. How do you respond to it? The way the Bruins play, the depth they have in their organization right now, I'm a believer that they're going to be able to figure this out. They're going to lean on McAvoy. They're going to lean on Carlo. They're going to lean on Char to play a lot of minutes. You know, Clifton's a guy who's been pretty good for them. So they've got some guys that can play now. Uh, I'm a believer that they're going to be able to figure it out and that they're going to not see any kind of drop-off. Finally, uh, Pierre-Edward Belmar, he took a nasty elbow to the head uh, from Felino. I've always been a big fan of Felino, but this is a dirty hit. You, you got to do better than this. You can't be elbowing guys in the head, and he's jumping in the air, elbowing him in the head. So it's 
it's a charge, it's an elbow, it's all kinds of dirty. You could call it really whatever you want. Um, but to me, it's a dirty play. Felino needs to do better. What can you do? All right, let's take a look at some teams now that we've got some of that clerical information out of the way. Let's go ahead and let's look at St. Louis because St. Louis is on a roll. St. Louis has won seven straight now. There was some talk a couple weeks ago about what's going on with St. Louis. Doesn't matter. They figured it out. They're turning it around. They've stormed back to take away the Avalanche's early lead after they had some injuries. Um, they've stormed back to take the lead in the Central. Uh, you know, this division to me is going to be maybe the best one to watch come down to the end. You've got Colorado. You've got Nashville. You've got St. Louis. I'm interested to see who can come away with this division in the end. I think it's just going to be three really good teams fighting to not have to play one of the other three really good teams. That first-round series, whoever it is in the Central between between two and three, is going to be a, a classic, a classic first-round playoff series, in my opinion. Uh, I look forward to seeing what happens, but right now the Blues are in an absolute roll. Stanley Cup hangover be damned. Looks like they got even more thirsty for more cups. Let's see what happens. And by the way, if they keep playing like this and Petrangelo keeps playing the way he's playing, uh, I don't know how you don't pay him. And there's going to be a lot of teams signing up to pay him a ton of money at the end of this season. So St. Louis better watch its back because that's not a guy they want to lose. All right, let's jump over to Dallas. Dallas started the season, you know, pretty pretty miserably, and they've kind of climbed their way back to a respectable 8-8, eight eight, two OT losses as well. Uh, they have 18 points, and they're right in there. But the, Dallas is really a team for me that last 10 is 7-2-1. They need another 10 like that. They need another two 10s like that. They need another 20 of 14-4-2. If, if they could do that, I'll start to believe that this team is back in the playoff for hate race because right now they're three points behind both Vegas and Winnipeg. And they're, you know, one point behind Anaheim, two points behind Arizona. And Chicago and uh, San Jose is only three points behind them. And San Jose, as we've seen, has started to get it going with three straight wins. So, you know, San Jose is going to start to climb, I think, here. And Dallas really needs to turn the Jets on. Right here, right now. As we talked about on Sunday, this is kind of that time before Thanksgiving where these teams need to start separating themselves. Otherwise, they're going to be in some trouble. Because that Thanksgiving is really an indicator. It really is. All right. Let's move on to the New York Rangers. New York Rangers played in a thrilling shootout game against the Panthers. Lots of goals. Not a lot of defense. But... The Rangers are now at 7-6. They've only played 15 games. Them and Tam have only played 15 games. So they have a couple games in hand on some of these teams. They have 16 points. The issue for me here with the Rangers is they got a lot of teams ahead of them, similar to the Dallas Stars. Now, the Rangers, we weren't really expecting big things from them coming into the season. They did revamp with Panarin, and I think they really are trying to get to that second wildcard spot in the East. I don't have high hopes for them to get there. But if they want to get there, their defense has to be better. 
It just does. You can't, you, you know, you had a game where Florida's coming into MSG during the day and you score a bunch of goals. That has to be a game where you blow a team out. They come into your home in the middle of a Sunday, you got to catch them sleeping and you got to score a bunch of goals. You know, Florida, they have Bobrovsky and it's rare you're going to be able to get four or five goals against a team like that. And if you do, you got to win the game. And that's as simple as it is. Uh, unfortunately, they lost in the shootout. Now, I have to say, I love what I've seen from Panarin this season. There's no drop-off from him. He got all his money, and he said, I'm going to fucking show you why. And I love it. I love the way he's playing. All right. Finally, I want to move on to Columbus. Columbus is going into Montreal, and, you know, they're going to be without Felino. This is, the, you know, it's tough. It's tough. Another goalie controversy here in Columbus. Uh Corpus Allo was slamming his stick against the post. I'm not sure Tortorella was all that happy with that. So Elvis is coming back. Here, here's the deal with Columbus. They, they lost so much talent. And to expect anything else but just a tough season for them, a low goal-scoring season, right now minus 18 in goal differential, and they're trying. But they lost a top-tier goalie. They lost a bunch of top-tier forwards. Uh, and I just don't see a way for them to climb out of where they are and back into the playoffs. Unfortunate, but that's what I got to say. All right. We'll get to the slate and our bets after you hear from our sponsors. All right. Let's jump into our slate for tomorrow, Tuesday, November 12th. At 7 p.m., we have the Panthers going into Boston to take on the Bruins and the Blue Jackets going into Montreal to take on the Canadians. At 7.30, we have the Penguins going into New York to take on the Rangers. At 8 p.m., we have the Coyotes jumping into St. Louis to play the Blues. We have the Avalanche going into Winnipeg to play the Jets. At 10 p.m., we have the Predators going into Vancouver to play the Canucks. The Red Wings going into Anaheim to play Detroit. And at 10.30, we got double nightcap. Make that a double shot, baby. We've got the Wild going into L.A. to play the Kings. And Edmonton going into San Jose to face off against the surging Sharks. So, without further ado, let's jump into the picks. First off, Anaheim burned me on Sunday. So you know what I'm doing? I'm doubling down because I'm never wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong a lot. Um, but I'm doubling down. Anaheim in regulation. I love it. I love them playing Detroit. Detroit just won a crazy game against Vegas that went to overtime. Now, or didn't go to overtime, went late into the third period. was a game that went real late. They scored at the end. But it was a game they had to come from behind in the third period. Now they're going all the way out to the West Coast to play Anaheim. I like Anaheim's t- chances at home. Plus, John Gibson had a bad game on Sunday, and if he plays again, I don't expect him to have another bad game because he's John Gibson. All right. I like the Bruins, and I'm going to continue to double down on the Bruins until they win because they've lost a few games in a row, and they're going to win very soon. They're not going to have a very extended long losing streak, in my opinion. I just don't foresee that happening. So I'm going to continue to escalate my bets here on the Bruins, and I'm betting on them heavy with Florida coming in tomorrow. 
Um, Florida played a game in MSG, so they'll be relatively fine in terms of rest or anything like that. But I like the Bruins' chances to get this done at home. Finally, not finally, we've got a lot tonight. The Colorado Avalanche Winnipeg Jets game. Give me the over. I want to see lots of goals in this game. I want to see a high tempo, lots of scoring. I like our chances. Hellebuck's been playing real well. Colorado's, you know, down a few men. But I think that this game is going to get pushed to a little bit of a frenzied pace and that we're going to see these two teams kind of push each other and score a few goals. I like the Montreal Canadiens at home against the Columbus Blue Jackets who are have some goaltending turmoil. The Canadians have won a couple of games. I think they're going to continue this push they've got going here. They were a little bit average to start the season, but now it looks like they're trying to get into their mojo a little bit. They know they need to bank points to keep up with the Bruins, who even though they lost on Sunday, were still able to take that game to extra time. I think the Canadians know they need to win this game, and I expect them to come out flying. And do not underestimate the loss of Foligno for the Blue Jackets. He's a heart and soul guy, and you need that on the road at all times. All right, now... Nashville. I like Nashville going into Vancouver. I don't love this. I like it. So what, I'm, what I think that they're going to get this win. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take them on the puck line. I like Nashville on the puck line here. It's going to be a good game with them versus Vancouver. And I think whoever wins it comes out with more than a goal win. And so I like Nashville to do that. Finally, we talked about this earlier it was the game that happened tonight. Arizona played Washington. They were up 3-1 in the third period. And then Washington came back, pushed the game to overtime all the way to the shootout, and Arizona won. But I think this has a huge effect on Arizona for tomorrow night. So I'm going to go ahead, and we are going to lock it in. This is our lock it in bet of the day, of the night. St. Louis Blues, we're locking them in. They're going to get their eighth straight. And then after that, we've got to be wary for the game where they fall. Let's go win some money today, folks. Woo!